This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're you're tuned into It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati, the top podcast covering the defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. Hosted by Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata at Odyssey Sports Podcast. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. Mike, what's up? I was ready for the, how are you doing? You changed it up on me. I didn't, I was gonna mean, say, to. I didn't mean to. You're fine. No, I, I was going to say jolly. You know, trying to be in the spirit. Oh, yeah. I should have done that. That would have been that would have been great. Very uh, Christmas-like. And honestly, <laughs> it feels like Christmas in Cincinnati because the Bengals are getting some good news when it comes to injuries because they were dealing with the injury bug. Obviously, Sam Hubbard right now reports are two to four weeks Normally when they say two to four weeks, it ends up being about the four weeks. So um, there's a chance that we could see him late in regular season, maybe for the Ravens game, but more than likely, I feel like if Sam does return this season, it will be the playoffs again, not doctors on this podcast. Um, Trey, Trey Hendrickson, he's there's optimism that he's going to play on Saturday and he was practicing limited today. The thing about that is I was getting some reaction from social media when just retweeting that news was, Oh, we need him for the bills game. You know, don't, he's not a hundred percent yet. Again, at this point in the season, no players a hundred percent and you need all your players every week. If, if the guy is healthy, one of your best players is good to go. You need him. Yeah. Um, I really hope that Hubbard can come back for, that Ravens game because something he does is very underrated and doesn't get talked about enough is his ability to uh, use surf technique. What it's called. Cause it looks like you're riding the surfboard, uh, but uh, you kind of squeeze down, ride the surfboard down the line on the play fake on all these option plays that the Ravens use power option, counter counter bash, this zone read, whatever, you know, you, kind of squeeze down on that run play. And then you read the quarterback is the ball in his hands when he, or is he giving it off? And he does such a really good job at taking that away. And he says, he's just done a really good job against the Ravens in general, getting sacks, pressures, everything. So I don't want to see him miss that game because it'll make me feel a little bit less confident in the Bengals ability to take them down. Even if the Bengals are the better team and have been for six seven weeks this entire win streak i felt like they've been dominating winning with winning in fashion and the ravens are skating by the the denver broncos of the world and then they didn't skate by the browns or the jaguars so it is i guess coming back on them but uh that's the one i want to see him back the most hendrickson 
I have no idea. Uh, I really hope there, there's no chance of re-aggravation, but I think the Bengals always play these things long-term. They held Chase out for so long because looking long-term with him, they're looking playoff run. So if he's going to play, I feel like there's going to be a low chance of re-injury. Not doctors. I'm just trying to trusting the Bengals medical staff and allowing him to play. Yeah, and it looked like just from the video, obviously it's a little uh, further away from when you're watching it on social media, that he did have his wrist wrapped. And more than likely, I would think that would be a cast. I know a lot of people are talking about the club. Credit to someone on Twitter who had it in um, uh, green and red, like Christmassy, um, all wrapped in the Christmas. The Christmas season. club. Yeah, I'm like, okay, whatever works. So obviously, as you mentioned before, I do trust the medical training staff with Cincinnati. You can't say that for all NFL teams when it comes to the safety of the players. Miami. Miami. Oh, and <laughs> the trainers, I don't know what they got going on with their doctor. Miami staff. fired that doctor, though, so I, I guess I can't say it too often, but pre-firing Miami is definitely yeah. what I wouldn't trust with that. I mean, there are, there are some organizations like that, and I, I truly believe Zach is thinking about the players. I mean, you hear all the time where a guy's like, oh, I, I wanted to play, but Zach was like, nah, you know, we, we want another week it was Joe Mixon, T. Higgins with the hamstring. Um, there are just different, you know, situations this year that I feel like they've really played it smart, and I'm totally okay with that. So if Zach feels like he can go and the medical staff feels like Trey Hendricks Trey Hendrickson can go, then great news. The thing is, you're going to see Trey Hendrickson and Joseph Asai out there because you are going to be without Sam Hubbard this week. What do you think about that? Yeah, um, Osai flashed uh, on and off. I thought there was moments I didn't love. I think, and Hendricks is not the best run defender either, but Osai didn't show me enough in the run game to feel that confident. Uh, I thought the Bengals did a better job with the other side of the line and run defense, but he sh- he flashed as a pass rusher for sure. He had the swim move on a stunt to get a hit on Brady, force the interception. He had another pressure on a uh, speed to power move. So the bones are there. I think there's going to be a, a kind of a saying I'm going to use a couple times since we're going to talk about some other young guys that you can feel confident in their floor being okay and you can see the high level ability as well like coming through you can see oh this is how osai will win when he's more refined or in a few years when he's a veteran like this is how he's gonna be really good right now he's just all right um but i don't don't love don't hate the idea of him playing again i i kind of do like it i will say i lean more towards that way just because i want to get more I want to watch more. I want to see, you know, that was one game. Let's see another full game of reps. And I assume Hubbard won't be back for the Bills game. So let's see another full game of reps. And he's, he'll, if Hendrickson's back, he'll be going as right tackles more. He went against Donovan Smith most of that game. Donovan Smith is a fine left tackle. Um, I don't know if I can name the Patriots right tackle off the top of my head. Is it Isaiah Wynn? I think. I think they moved him to right tackle and they have Trent Brown at left tackle. At least that's what it was at one point. So that's an, Interesting matchup. Another guy I'd consider fine. And then the Bills would be Spencer Brown, who has struggled a little bit. So that'd be the one maybe you could get a real blow-up type game. But we'll see because, you know, young young player gets young player in that one same draft class. Uh, that would be that'd be fun. But I'm not going to look too far ahead. This week it would be Isaiah Wynn on the right side. And uh, that it's a, it's a matchup to test your ability without the other player being overwhelmingly good or anything. It's – I think it's a fine level test to see where he's at, just like this last week was. 
Yeah, I think it would just be big to have Trey Hendrickson's presence out there uh, with Joseph Asai if you're going to be without Sam Hubbard, too, when you think about the season that Sam Hubbard was having tonight. I know, you know, there is optimism that he's going to return. If it could be for the Ravens game, that would be great because he's having a heck of a season this year. Um, and you hate to see a guy out for for a couple games, but obviously uh, they're thinking long run and, and hopefully a run in January. I'll stay with the injuries again. More good news when it comes to injuries at this time of the year, when you think three more games to play and Cam Taylor Britt did leave the game early. They were saying it was a stinger. Uh, I think that's the best case scenario because one of the things I noticed in the Thursday night game, or not the Thursday night game, the Kansas City Chiefs game, he did go into the tunnel early with the training staff. And I remember him favoring his shoulder. And then he went back into the tent again in the Kansas City game and then obviously still returned. And then when he left the Tampa game, it was a shoulder again. So I thought, oh my goodness, is it going to be a shoulder problem? Can he return? Will he be back for New England? And he was limited at practice. So again, more optimism that he's going to be able to go this weekend to be determined they're going to have a kind of a weird week because they mentioned today that they're going to leave for new england on thursday evening just because of the weather that we're going to be getting in cincinnati um friday through saturday and obviously the game is on saturday they planned on leaving on friday so it's just kind of uh the week is kind of backwards no off day on their tuesday like they normally get but cam taylor Britt sounds like he could be returning soon which is great news for their secondary yeah um it's awesome because you do worry a little bit with all the injuries that are coming in one position. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to fall into any type of trap game. You don't want to say that, but you know, like underestimating this opponent, not having a lot of guys in one specific position and then them being able to take advantage of that. I thought, you know, that's, that's one area you had to worry a little bit about, but Cam Taylor plays, it's just a stinger. Sounds like they'll be able to, we'll see. Um, that's that's a boost because he's been up and down, but I think he's been playing like a pretty solid rookie corner. Uh, it's not terrible. It's not bad. There's moments of greatness. There's moments of teams are attacking him and he's not rising up. But, you know, I think about the biggest moments and he has risen up. Like when they take advantage of him, it's usually early in the game and he gets better as the game goes. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, you know. I heard Mike Hilton say he sounds Mike like Hilton is back. Too. I mean, the injury news keeps getting better. Knock on wood. This, and hope that continues. And yes, Mike Hilton was back. This is the right time to get healthy. Uh, this is, uh, I mean, I guess the best time to be perfectly healthy would be actually right now, in my opinion, because you don't want to be rusty at all. So if you could get healthy like now and stay healthy through the playoffs, it's perfect. It's all about. Not all, but there's a lot to do with the health of these teams when they hit the playoffs. I know you're not getting a Lugier back. You're not. That's really the only major yeah, long-term no. injury. Everybody knocking else sounds like wood, they'll right be <laughs> knocking on wood. Everybody else sounds like they'll be back for the playoff run, and that's huge because the Bengals made the Super Bowl. They were, I think, the healthiest team. And then the, the what, like top five healthy team was the Rams. The year before, the Buccaneers, when they won the Super Bowl, they were the healthiest team in the league. It's not just a Bengals fluke thing. This is health thing. I've hammered this a lot on this podcast. Almost every team that wins the Super Bowl is very healthy. And then we get a team that isn't overly healthy. You get the Chiefs in that Buccaneers Super Bowl and they get blown out because all, all those offensive linemen are hurt and whatnot. So they're getting healthy at the right time. I think they can compete with anybody. And they're showing resilience by winning these games without these guys too. Like they're just showing like we don't need to be fully healthy to win. So that's even better when they make the playoffs. 
And, and I think, you know, I was giving credit to Zach Taylor, the training staff and the coaches when it comes to these injuries, that if it were a, if it would have been a playoff game in Tampa, let's say we were already to the playoffs and they didn't have Trey, I think they would have had Trey play this past weekend. Um, and I think with the Mike Hilton thing, again, you're being smart about it. If you don't feel like this guy can, can fully go out there, Hey, give him another week of rest. And I think that's awesome because as I mentioned before, obviously these guys are not hundred percent. The ones that are out there, they're like, look, you never see them on the injury report, but they're still battling uh, bruises here. And there's uh, Joe Burrow talked about it when he was on the injury report last week, he was a full participant. So it wasn't really a major concern. He said it was a bruise uh, that he was dealing with on his elbow, nothing major, nothing, no, nothing to be concerned about. He's not on the injury report right now, which is great news. Um, didn't show up even on the full participant uh, list. And then we'll stay with the offense. Hayden Hurst. Back in practice, limited participant. He was out of the boot last week. Could see Hayden Hurst back out there for this offense. Yeah, I think that one's big too because you're talking Hayden Hurst, uh, Mitch Wilcox scored the touchdown. Credit to him. There's an element of verticality that gets added with Hayden Hurst being thrown at a tight end spot rather than Wilcox or Asiasi, even if they are athletes. I think Hurst has the ability to work down the field better. So. He's going to add a little bit more, a little bit of juice to that tight end room. I know these guys have performed okay, but nothing has topped what Hurst has been able to do this season. So get him back out there. Another weapon to deal with. Another guy getting healthy. It's what you love to hear this time of year. Yeah, and, you know, going into this game, if they decide to kind of give Hayden those limited reps, they can do that because they've they've had Mitchell go out there. They've had other weapons who've had to step up with injuries. I mean, goodness, they were without Jamar Chase for four games, then without T. Higgins. Uh, Tyler Boyd playing with nine fingers <laughs> this past week and was able to catch a touchdown pass. It's just really unbelievable the different guys who have had to step up in the wide receiver room, Trent Taylor, um, Trenton, er, Trenton Irwin, but um, just even in the tight end, tight end room alone, I, I think you can be smart with Hayden Hurst. If he's not 100% good to go versus New England, maybe you wait until the Bills game. Or if he's a limited guy out there, he's still going to be another option when, when you face the New England Patriots. Yep. And don't underestimate the Patriots. Their defense has been really, really good. We'll get on to the preview later. But it's a team I don't think you can overlook just because they had a very funny loss this past week. Yeah, that is just a wild um, – just even watching it again is absolutely unbelievable because the Bengals game was ending, and I'm sitting here watching this on Twitter thinking, no way this game ended this way. I would be absolutely sick to my stomach. And then you have to face this team this weekend after losing like that. And look, they're playing for their playoff lives right now. So this is back against the wall. This is going to be fighting for their life stuff. They might pull some tricks they haven't shown all year just because they need to win this game. They need to win pretty much every game going forward to make the playoffs. So I think this is going to be a, you know, what's the uh, a desperate and wounded animal is the most dangerous. I think this is a little bit of that. So you got to kind of think about that, but we'll do that later with the preview yeah. on when that comes out Friday. Yes, we'll do that. We'll talk a little one, two seed. You went back and watched the tape. I know a lot of people want to know what happened with Dax Hill. What did he look like in the first half, second half? Little Joe Burrow break down the offensive line and then any other takeaways from the Tampa film breakdown next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.